Thank you, Jesus. Somebody, will you worship the Lord? Hallelujah. Will you worship the Lord? Will you bless the name of the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Will you give the Lord a mighty clap of oh, If your hands are yours, if your hands are yours, will you put those hands together? Let us make a thunderous shout unto the Lord. Oh, ye people. Beloved, if it had not been for Elohim, who is on our side, where would we be? Beloved, if you know that you are not here by your power, that you are not here by your might, not by any multivitamins you are taking, but the Lord has been gracious unto you, but the Lord has looked upon you, the psalmist said with just one look, everything changes. Is there anybody in the house who is believing a God for a change? Kabrakata. I said, is there anybody in the house who is believing God for a change? Just one look, everything changes in the mighty name of Jesus. If you know that it is Elohim who has been on your side, will you give him some praise? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The mighty time and a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. We want to bless God and thank everyone who made it today. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, it is good to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. Today, I am beginning a new series, Finishing Well. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, Finishing Well. And turn to your other neighbor and say, You will finish well. Hallelujah. This is going to take us six weeks to complete if the Lord gives us the grace. And I know it's going to bless you. Hallelujah. Many of us start, but not many of us are able to finish. Hallelujah. Praise God. We will go through the book of Matthew and you know that uh, the story of the ten virgins, Bible says five were foolish and five were wise, but they all started something. Praise God. So, I mean, you, you don't need to be a genius to start anything. Even fools can start something. But the important thing is, will you be able to finish? And it's not just finish, but will you finish well? But turn to your neighbor and say, I see you finish well. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, like I said, we're starting a new series, Finishing Well. Praise God. And I'm just going to do introduction. And next week, we will begin the, the message proper. Praise God. And many of us start, but not, many, not all of us are able to finish. Praise God. The Bible tells me in the book of Philippians chapter number one. Praise God. <laughs> In fact, before we go to Philippians 1, let's go to Revelation. Praise God. So in Revelation chapter number 1, verse number 8, the Bible says that I am the Alpha and also what? The Omega. Praise God. I am the Alpha and the Omega. Thank you, media people. Hallelujah. The beginning and the end. So there can only be one end. Amen. But as for beginning, there are several beginnings. Amen. 
Bible says, a righteous man shall fall seven times, and he will rise up again. So for beginning, there are several beginnings. You can begin today, you can begin tomorrow, you can begin another time, but there is only one end. Amen. So the Bible says that, in fact, Jesus himself said that, I am, he invoked the I am factor. He said, I am the Alpha and also the Omega. And he explains to us what those words mean. The Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So he is the beginning of all beginnings and everything ends with him. Amen. Amen. So he is not the ending, he is the end. Praise God. So if he is the beginning and the end, then we can infer that there is a start and also a finish. Amen. So we can also infer that everything that has a beginning also has an end. Are you with me? Let's establish those before we get on. Praise God. So everything that has a beginning also has an end. Amen. Says the Lord. So this is God himself. Who is existing forever and who was continually existing in the past and who is to come? The almighty the omnipotent, the ruler of all. Somebody shout amen. amen. Now let us go to Philippians 1.6. Amen. We all know this very well. Philippians 1.6 says, says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has Began, and in fact, let's read 1 6 together. Somebody, it got to come out of your spirit to identify for the word to work within you. Praise God. One, two, three, go. Of what very thing? What are you convinced of? What have you convinced of? I mean, we are just looking at the word. On, what are you convinced of? This very thing, what is this very thing? That he who has begun, there is something about confidence. If you are confident in a thing, you do not waver between two opinions. The things you are very confident about, you don't waver. You don't be in two opinions. So the Bible is telling us that for this very thing, we are confident. Confident of that, that Alpha and Omega, the one who Alpha your life will also Omega your life. Amen. The one who Alpha your life will also Omega your life. The one who has begun a good work. Some of us, we look at us and our friends disqualify us. Our friends, our colleagues, our neighbors nullify us because they look at us and they, they think we are rubbish. But Bible said the one who made you. He did not make you a junk. He did not make you to be rubbish or to be ordinary. He said that I am convinced that the one who began with you will successfully praise God, will successfully bring you to a completion. 
In other words, he will complete that which he had already begun in you. So everything that has begun in you, there is an end. And I see your end is beautiful. I see you, you will finish well. Hallelujah. The beginning is not so much important. I said that even fools can start something. Amen. Everybody can start something. It is not in the beginning, but it is in the end. That is why he is the alpha, the beginning. So you can make mistakes in your beginning. But for your end, you cannot afford to make a mistake. Amen. The end, you cannot afford to make a mistake. I, I see uh, people sprinting 100 meters. And I see a finish line ahead of them. And I see men with their muscles running their 100-meter race. They got a great start. They've got a great start. They got off amazingly. And now their finish line is before them. You cannot afford to make a mistake. They run to their finish line. Then they begin to celebrate. Some I've seen do not have a great start, but yet they have a great finish. And although your beginning has been small, it is the end that matters. Your latter days shall greatly increase. If you believe it, shout amen. amen. Tell your neighbor and say, finish well. To finish or finishing or to finish is to bring something to an end or to complete. Amen. To come to an end of a period. Amen. You, you complete a course. You finish. You are, you are given an award. You graduate. Amen. They give you letters behind your name. It's to overcome completely. Amen. It's to complete and perfect in detail. Amen. That is to finish. So everything that is hanging uncompleted must be brought to perfection in detail. Amen. And I'm trusting God in the next six weeks, you receive the grace to finish. How many of us have seen people building and they build to half stage and they abandon the building and they go? It is not everybody that can finish. There is a grace to finish. And I'm believing God that that grace will rest upon you. That even in the midst of this series, everything that is uncompleted and hanging over your life, that, that grace will bring divine accomplishment unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now let us go into our key scripture for this. Praise God. 
Matthew chapter number 25, reading from verse number 1. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, thoughtless, silly, and careless. And five were wise, far-sighted, practical, and sensible. For when the foolish took their lambs, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil along with their lamp. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off and they fell asleep. But at midnight, somebody say at midnight, there was a shout. Somebody say shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. So there was an announcement. Amen. Realize that these ten virgins have started something. They've all started something. There was an anticipated third end. Amen. They had the end in mind that they will be with the bridegroom. That was their destination. But the Bible says that five of them were wise. The only difference between the wise and the foolish was the, the wise made preparation. Beloved, you cannot finish well with no preparation. Everything you don't prepare, you don't succeed. You can't sit down and do chisara sara, what will be will be, and think that you'll be successful. It doesn't happen. So you've got to prepare for success. You've got to prepare for greatness. Amen. You've got to prepare for victory. Many of us have received victory, but because we don't know how victory looks like, because we have not prepared for it, when victory even comes, we don't even recognize it. So the wise prepared. And the, the foolish had no preparation. I believe many of us in our excitement, in our joy, let's go meet the bridegroom. We don't anticipate any delay. We know that the bridegroom is always on time. So that which we have is enough to keep us going till we come to the end. So the Bible says, Then all these virgins got up and put their, on their lamps in order, trimmed their wicks and added oil and lit them. But the foolish virgins said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourself. I read that and I was thinking I had so many questions. Amen. I'm saying that at least we are admonished to be our neighbor's keeper. 
So why would they not lend them a bit? But you see, you cannot put your life at the expense of your neighbor. When you've got a race set ahead of you, when you've got the same line, finished line in view. Amen. So the Bible said, no, they advise them to go get their own. And sometimes in life, it, it is just the truth and the right thing to do. Amen. But the Bible says, but while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came. The bridegroom came. And those who were ready, someone said those who were ready. So are you ready for your success? Are you ready for your victory? Are you ready for your breakthrough? Beloved, if you are ready, you will prepare. It will not just happen by chance. You know, successful people did not just become successful. They planned for it. And how are you planning your finish? Somebody who goes to the university and spends all their time at the cafeteria, drinking and doing all sorts of things, clubbing and doing all sorts of things, not thinking that there is a time of reckoning where there is examinations and um, assignments and stuff coming. And they don't prepare. They don't pass. But those who prepare, those who, who spend time in the library, those who, who bend the hours, they are on the internet researching and looking for information to do their essays and, and prepare for their exams and everything. They come out with flying colors. It is them we see on that stage with that handshake, that amazing handshake with the vice chancellor. Amen. It is them. Why? They prepared for it. Some of them even imagine it in their sleep that one day they will stand on that stage and shake the hands of their VC. There is nobody who has achieved anything significant that happened haphazard. Amen. So the Bible says, but while they were going, the bridegroom came and uh, those who were ready went in with him. Not those who were going to look for oil. But those who were ready, they were already ready. Amen. Realize that we are being compared with these fantastic virgins as the kingdom of heaven. So it is not going to wait for you to sanctify yourself. It is for those who are ready, ready. So Bible says, when they had gone, those who were ready, ready, went in with him, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. We have no relationship. Therefore, be on the alert. Be prepared and ready for you do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Somebody say, finish well. 
So we realized that there were 10 people on this journey. Only five finished successfully. But I prayed to God. By the time we finished this series, that grace of preparedness, of readiness will come upon you. Maybe you have slacked the pace for too long. Maybe you have just played around for too long. Maybe time is catching up on you. Maybe you think you have not done enough for where you are at now. I believe you are still in the beginning. There is grace to begin afresh and to begin anew. And the grace to finish will come upon you that you also finish well. Turn to your neighbor and say, finish well. I see a people who do well in the mighty name of Jesus. I see a people who finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. That every race that is set for you, the race that you imagine for your life, the race you have set for yourself, Many of you are speaking to some guys some few years ago and said, Pastor, by the time I am 30, I must have about two properties in the UK. Praise God. And he was about 27 at the time. Praise God. Why? He had put plan in place and how he's going to accomplish that vision. Amen. Why? He's put plans in place to accomplish that. Life is not for those who sit down, chisara, sara, what to be will be. It is for those who have prepared. I will prepare and wait for my opportunity. Amen. So whilst I don't have the opportunity yet, I'm going to prepare. If it is steady, I'm going to study. If it is patient, I'm going to work on my patience. If it is bad attitude, I'm going to work on my attitude. Whilst I make ready for my opportunity, and at the right time, the right opportunity will come to you and your success will lead you to your finish. I see a people who, by the grace of God, will finish well. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up a prayer for 60 seconds. The difference between the wise and the foolish was preparation. Maybe you are, preparation is not part of your skills. It is not your strength but you can become. You can acquire that skill. I want you to lift up a prayer just for 60 seconds. There's a song we sing in church, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Amen. So you want to lift up a prayer in the Father. These are my struggles. Help me make ready for my cause, for my career, for my education, for my marriage, for my finances. Help me to prepare, to plan. Many of us, we have been given millions, but we have blown it every time it came in 100, it came in 50, it came in 1,000, it came in 20, and it came in tens. We blew it. We, we never saw it as something big. So we abused it. But somebody also prepared. He got a, the, the tens. He spent two and kept eight. And now the accounts are overflowing. They are able to do the things they love to do. Say, Father, help me prepare for everything that you have in store for me. I don't want to miss my moment. The five missed their moment. 
But I pray to God that you will never miss your moment. It doesn't matter where you are at in the spectrum of life. It doesn't matter your age. But I pray that you will not miss your moment. Because he who has begun a good work in you will bring it to a successful finish. Until you are successful, he will not let you go. Will you lift up your voice and pray? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, everyone under the sound of my voice, let the grace of completion come upon them. That whatsoever is hanging in their life, Father, you begin again with them. You start again with them. You pour your spirit upon them again. That they will finish well. And finish successfully. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you receive something for today? Will you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. It's great serving the Lord with you.